Hi, and welcome to the Get Known Podcast. This is Steve. For those of you new to the Get Known Podcast, we interview journalists about their work and what they cover so that companies can better know how to engage with the press and to get their companies covered in the media. Our big goal is to make sure that companies who are out there trying to pitch to the media are reaching out to the press in the right way and building the right relationships to pitch the right ideas so they don't waste journalists' time and don't waste their time. I always love it when we get a chance to talk to some of the bigger media that's out there. This episode is an interview with MIT Technology Review. It's especially interesting for companies that have a tech product or some sort of innovation or research. But also what Charlotte and I spoke about was this human side of technology, which is really important and a core part of a lot of the stories that she writes. A special shout out to everyone who has subscribed and uh, the great feedback that we've gotten. Thank you very much for all that. And uh, please feel free to share. All right, let's get to the interview. I am here today with MIT. MIT, can you believe it? I actually am in a booth at Slush with someone who is from the MIT Technology Review. Yeah. Can you please introduce yourself? Yeah, of course. My name is Charlotte G. I'm a reporter for Tech Review, as we as we call it inside the business. Um, and yeah, I write about technology. That's my job. That's really cool. I mean, what's what's actually pretty funny about it for me is that. MIT, I kind of thought was an American place. Yes, it is. But you have a very British I, uh, accent. Yeah, I do. They, uh, they, I, I joke that they only love me for my time zone. So basically, I am one of two UK employees for MIT Tech Review, and I write a daily newsletter which goes out at 8 a.m. Uh, Eastern Time, so 1 p.m. GMT. So I'm part part of the reason I'm employed is because basically it's a lot easier to do that job from London or indeed from. Europe than it is from inside the States. So they particularly like hiring people. I like to think there are other reasons why they hired me, but I'm sure the time zone helped. So <laughs> tell me a little bit about your background. Like where, how did you get into all this tech stuff? And like, what is it that you actually cover on your beat? Sure. Uh, so how did I get into this? This was not deliberate. No one planned this at all. Uh, I always knew that I wanted to be a journalist. I started out in kind of political journalism and working for polling companies and that kind of world. And then I went and worked for a magazine that wrote about government technology. There is a magazine that just writes about that. And then I wrote about uh, the kind of just the tech side. So really dropped the government bit, just focused on the tech. And I've been doing that for about seven years now. And then I went and edited a magazine called Tech World. Uh, was way over promoted, way too young. But uh, now I don't manage anyone. And I feel a lot younger as a result. <laughs> yeah. That's great. So so when you're covering this stuff, it sounds like it's very newsy. It sounds like it it's like up to date, this yep. stuff that's going on. Yeah, it's a, it's a weird kind of job because half, uh, half of my job at least is just producing this daily newsletter. It's called The Download. You should all subscribe. Um, Write it down, people. Yep, yeah, The Download. And it basically, I will sum up the kind of top stories that day within technology and then I will essentially inhale the internet and then exhale the good bits for people so it's like these are the articles that are going around in the, in the last 24 hours that are the most interesting these are setting the agenda or they're just particularly fun or interesting reads well written 
So it involves a lot of reading. I mean, I'm paid to read the internet. That's what a lot of people do when they're not working, you know. <laughs> so <laughs> can't believe Man, it. <laughs> dream job. Yeah. Dream job. Yeah. Sign, sign her. She, she's yeah. landed the perfect gig. Yeah. I mean, on the on the other hand, it's like, so there's a very newsy side. I also write my own stories and my own features. So okay. There's, so there's a bit of a bit of that as well. So so when you're when you're looking at those new those stories and your own features, um, I mean, this is actually particular interest to a lot of the companies here because, you know, most of them aren't Google. Mm, most yeah. of the companies who are here at Slush, for example, are small startups or, mm. or scale-ups or companies that are just now going abroad for the first time yeah. and they want to get this media coverage because, you know, they need the credibility. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. we spend a lot of time in PR pitching to journalists like yourself um, what's the worst pitch that you've ever heard? Um, it's, it's actually really hard to choose. So I'm going to have to go with like the one that is most recent in my mind. Someone kept on pitching me this thing that was like, it was using artificial intelligence to look at feces samples. And they, and the way they like followed up at least two times. Um, <laughs> and I don't know. I mean, maybe, maybe that is, that is interesting, but I just couldn't quite get over the sort of, Poo, poo aspects. Well, like, you know. I'm I'm actually interested because <laughs> now now I'm wondering like okay that sounds kind of interesting. Didn't yeah. it at least make you want to click on it and read it, or was it the content itself that said that it was basically shit? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I, I was, I'm so glad I'm so glad that you went there. I was hoping one of us would. Um, it just didn't like it, it. Kind of it felt like they were trying to hook you in, but it, it didn't really stand up. Like when you click through it, you're like, nah. so. I think that's kind of the first bit of advice, I guess, for people that are pitching. Like, don't put it, if you put something in a subject line that doesn't stand up, all you're going to do is frustrate people. So okay. that that's that's one thing I would say. Like, don't overpromise. If you can't deliver it, don't put it in the subject line. Tell me a little bit more about how people overpromise. I mean, it's it's it is a it is sort of like you know we're in this mode as having done startup world and actually been in different kinds of companies we are in this mode for like telling all the good news mm -hmm. and everything else what is it that a journalist really wants to see um i mean obviously uh, a big part of journalism is kind of recency like how how new something is is it the first time this has happened like that's always going to interest people but it has to be genuine right i know that it's kind of it can be difficult sometimes for people to see this but it's like it has to you have to step back probably not with within your own business so you need someone who can externally advise you frankly on comms and they can tell you is this actually as groundbreaking as you think it is it's very difficult for companies to be objective about that because it's their baby and they love it and of course they think it's amazing um and i think also like sprinkling magic dust words on things like blockchain or ai unless you are actually doing those things like, you don't necessarily need to have it there. AI, there's a lot of things that claim to be AI and then really aren't. <laughs> so, yeah. Now, you know, you, you're a tech journalist. Um, we've been hearing a lot more and more about humanity within that. Mm -hmm. Like that maybe there's this element of like a real story around real people or something that's providing real impact. Mm -hmm. What's your take on, on that kind of area? I think that's great. I think it's way overdue because I think there's been this perception of technology as being this mechanical, cold, logical field. And in reality, like you look at things like algorithmic bias, in reality, a human being has sat down and written a piece of software. So you can't get away from that. That angle exists. It's just that for whatever reason, journalists have 
potentially not been as good as bringing that out. I think they're getting better at it. But for me, I'm fascinated to hear the human story and also to hear like what what motivates people, what drives them. Um, so yeah, I think it's it's really welcome. Is there a, a pitch that was really great that stands out that that someone came to you and said, "Wow, I, I'm really impressed with this." And what format did it come? You know, what what kind of what kind of way did you actually get that story? Yeah, um, I mean. I don't get this is this is not very useful for your purposes. I don't get a ton of my stories from pitching, but every now and then, normally it's not that someone's come to me and they're like, "I have a fully fledged story." It's just that they'll be like, "This there's a piece of research here that you should really look at," or like just a little more tip off based, and then they let me go and do the reporting bit, like because that's kind of that's kind of my job. But the a really interesting one was uh, a group of researchers had written a white paper on stalkerware, which is like technology used to spy on people's partners. I then took that research they'd done and wrote a big long feature where I interviewed someone who'd been a victim of this. I did like a whole ton of reporting around it and like just that one email sparked off a lot of research and then led to a big piece which was picked up by the BBC and was like a, a big, a big exciting thing. That's so great when you actually have something that just like explodes like that. Yeah, yeah, it was very, and also it's such an important for me. It was like very, if it, it really was, per, it was personal, and I'm not afraid to say that. Like it mattered to me that people are thinking about this issue. Yeah, I mean, I think that's really actually quite important that it's actually personal to the journalist. I mean. Mm sometimes people don't take the time to actually get to know what that journalist has actually written before mm. and what they're actually passionate about. Yeah. And, and by looking at their reading, I would suppose that we can find out, hey, mm -hmm. when we look up your, 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 what you've done and what your, what your different articles are. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think, it's, I think it's probably kind of hard for people to figure it out because I kind of do a lot of, I'm a bit of a magpie, I kind of jump between a lot of different subjects. Mm -hmm. Um, but I'm really interested in writing about feminism, writing about diversity in tech, and I'm really interested in mental health as a topic and how technology uh, kind of interacts with that. Like I'm looking right now at whether potentially you could build games which could help to reduce stress and anxiety, which is something that a studio is working on in Cambridge with some funding from Microsoft. So it's a really interesting concept, which... I'm, it's like gaming, mental health, all the things I'm interested in. It'll be fun. That sounds so cool. I guess I also, and now I'm sort of like inspired that I think you're sort of covering things that I wasn't expecting, mm. you know, you guys to cover in yeah. your media. I mean, because people think MIT mm -hmm. and they really think like, yeah. you know, yeah. just very it's pure just research, tech, yeah, 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 research yeah, yeah. stuff, but that's yeah. not the case at all. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm going like way outside my remit, but no one's told me to stop yet. Um, but I mean, I, I think it's important for. I, there is 100%. That's an important part of what we write about, and we are 100% interested and focused on sort of early research, emerging technology. But I think you also have to write about the impact that technology is having on society because it doesn't exist in a vacuum. And you have to think about, you look at, we've written a lot about facial recognition, for example, and like that brings up so many issues. Um, and we as a society really need to think about like, do we want these technologies full stop? If we do want them, how do we want to limit them? You know, we, we're starting to realize that we, we can't have just a wild west anymore. We do need to bring in more regulation for some of these things. Fantastic. Um, 
So my last question for you, maybe my last question. <laughs> okay. <laughs> my last question for you is if you had advice for all of these companies that are coming along, um, big, small, what is like the first thing when it comes to speaking to journalists and when it comes to pitching to journalists, what are they missing out? What kinds of advice could you give them? Uh, my advice would be get to know that journalist. Like, I, I, not necessarily kind of uh, spend ages doing that, but like, there's no harm in just getting in touch with someone and finding out a bit more about them. So I think, you know, you need to really think about who are you targeting? Like, who is going to be interested in your company? And then cultivate those relationships, get to know them, and also just be helpful would be my advice. Like don't necessarily, sometimes people get kind of impatient or a bit greedy and they just want to be written about now. Like it's much better, I think, to have a longer view where you think I will be helpful to this journalist, I'll get to know them. And then, you know, one day it might take ages, it might take two years, but one day they might, they might write about you, who knows. But I think the cultivation of relationships is probably the bit that, that people sort of miss sometimes. How much time, this, okay, this is really my last question, but, but when you talk about doing these features, yeah. how much time do you, do, do you sort of like think a, it takes to, when you write a feature, yeah. like how much time do you spend on doing that for the kinds of media that you work yeah, with? That is a good question. So my most recent feature was on insomnia and whether technology could help to reduce my own personal insomnia. And it was that, that was interesting. It was like a summer of experimenting with with different technologies, which my husband loved. And uh, that from from conception to publishing was like six months. Not everything I do takes that long, but we are talking features. We're talking months. Um, for our magazine, we we will be like coming up with with the sort of themes of the magazine at least a year in advance. So, so the lead times on these can be really long. If you're in the magazine world, we're, we're talking like months, potentially a year. So yeah, but then on the other hand, I can also take pictures for things or get get ideas for articles that I turn around in a week or something. So it, it really depends. It depends on whether the topic merits a lot of in-depth reporting. That is excellent advice. Thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate Thank you. joining us. Yeah. If people want to get a hold of you or, or, or want to send you something or are interested in, in learning more about you, do you have a Twitter handle or email? Yeah, yeah I tweet way too much. Uh, my Twitter handle is at Charlotte G. Surname is J-E-E. -E, and I'm on LinkedIn and all, the, all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, just find me on the internet. I'm out there. Awesome. Thanks so much. Thank you. This has been a Get Known Podcast Bite from Slush 2019. The Get Known Podcast is produced by San Francisco Agency located in beautiful but dark in November Helsinki, Finland. To hear more interviews with journalists and PR professionals, please subscribe to the Get Known Podcast feed. You can share your comments and questions directly to me by connecting with me on LinkedIn, Stephen Lee, S-T-E-P-H-E-N-L-E-E. -E -E. I know there's a lot of them out there, but hey, you'll find me. Or you can send email to Steve at sanfrancisco.fi with the subject line, Get Known. Looking forward to hearing from you. All right. See you next time.
levels now, so we're gonna yeah, keep on I talking. I love, love, love your tattoo. You love it's, my tattoo. Yeah, it's so good. I, it's accurate and wise. It's very good. Good. You know, to it's from a book, actually. Oh yeah. Yeah, there's this book that has the same name. Uh huh. And I read the book. Yeah. And I said, you know, I need to remember that. Yeah. Every single day of my yeah. life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I never, good, I, I don't have any tattoos. Yeah. And I yeah, said, yeah, yeah. what? My wife is always like, yo, you gotta get a tattoo. You yeah. Know? And I'm just she like going, like <laughs> and I'm like going, nah, I, yeah. nothing moves me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I read this book and when I was, was in a really low place, and then I said, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I have got. To, how am I gonna remember that? I'm yeah. gonna tattoo it on yeah. my arm. That will guarantee so it. So when no, I wake great. up in the morning, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see it every day. Yeah, I love it. I love it. That's the way to go. It's giving me a little boost. <laughs> All right.